When I used to read fairy tales, I fancied that kind of thing never happened. And now here I am in the middle of one. Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today's plot trope is a lot of fun. And this is also probably the only one that will technically fall under one type of genre only. You can do a little bit of play within it, but it's a portal fantasy. So based on the name, it's pretty clear that there are going to be fantasy elements or in some ways maybe a sci-fi element to this particular plot trope. You're definitely going to see a lot of elements of specfic, that's speculative fiction, which is kind of the umbrella term for sci-fi and fantasy. But you also see a fair amount of family stories within the portal fantasy and sometimes historical, but more often than not, kids are involved and magic of some kind to teleport them to a magical land. This is actually the type of story that I'm writing currently is a portal fantasy where the main character is a Detroit cop who gets dragged into her niece's favorite book, and then she spends a lot of her time solving puzzles there in order to get her niece back to safety. Other examples of a portal fantasy include the wildly popular Outlander. That one has the historical fiction twist to it. My go-to explanation is the Chronicles of Narnia, They actually have a couple of different portals in that, not only the wardrobe in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but the Don Treader painting that Eustace goes through later on. And in The Magician's Nephew, it's actually started with a ring. You also have Alice in Wonderland, where she falls down the rabbit hole. That's the portal. Also in Corpse Bride, he sort of bounces back and forth between the world of the dead and the world of the living. Very similarly to that, you have Coco, the Disney Pixar movie where he ends up in La Dia de los Muertos, transitioning to the dead side of the world. This is especially popular in a lot of Japanese fiction right now in conjunction with video games. So your main character is becoming their avatar and existing in the physical world of the video game. This is a lot of virtual reality tropes where your character gets stuck in the video game. One example of that is Sword Art Online. Very good anime series, by the way. And a flip side of this, of a portal fantasy, is the original Jumanji movie, where the portal opens and the fantasy world comes into our world. Did you ever see the TV show Terra Nova? I don't think so. That one is kind of a portal fantasy mixed with time travel, so they create the ability to time travel. The population of our world is too large, too much pollution, blah, blah, blah. So they send people back to the time of the dinosaurs, and then they have to terraform Earth again. So it's kind of a portal fantasy, except they have no intentions of returning to modern day. Common subtropes within a portal fantasy include crossovers. This is pretty common within fan fiction. They'll have a portal fantasy to take characters from one story and put them into the world of another. The Scooby Natural episode of the TV show Supernatural 
the main characters get stuck in an animation TV episode of Scooby-Doo. And they have to work with the Scooby gang in order to solve the mystery. You also have the visiting the land of the dead. We talked about that with Coco and the Corpse Bride, where the portal is between our world and the next life or the underworld or something where they're interacting with dead people. The earliest I can think of example of this traveling to the land of the dead and coming back would be Orpheus saving his love Eurydice. And they cross the river Styx and go into the land of the dead so he can retrieve his true love. We already mentioned this a little bit earlier, but being trapped in the game or the TV show, so the modern Jumanji movies or Sword Art Online, or the first book with this that I ever remember reading was Air Apparent that I read, I think, in either middle school or high school. And it was the first encounter that I had ever had with the idea of virtual reality. Somebody went to an arcade, played a virtual reality game, and got stuck in it. Tron is similar to that. And of course, the time traveler, where it's sometimes intentional, like in Terra Nova, or sometimes accidental, like it was in Outlander. But traveling through time, so your fantasy realm is often Earth, just not now. TV Tropes says that common tropes that go with this is the kidnapped by the call, so an everyman is forced to become a hero. And the Persephone-Hades romance, where their true love is caught in another realm, so they have to find a way to work together and hop back and forth between realms. Some suggestions that we have to help you write a portal fantasy, because this is intricate, a little bit complicated, there is going to be supernatural elements involved. We want you to, if you take this on, write the best story possible. The first suggestion that we have is most of the story is going to be about trying to get back. Your inciting action puts them halfway through their travel time. Okay, I've made it into the video game of Jumanji, now how do I get back into reality? We have to solve the game. This is your external problem. And you'll have internal problems as well, which will usually be that the travel is changing the character. The character has something to learn about themselves before returning home. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, he starts off as a nobody. He travels with Ford and learns about the universe and himself, in that case a comedic way, before figuring out what home even means to him. When you're talking about this internal problem of changing the character, the character development, and the journey back, your internal conflict needs to take precedence over the external conflict. In the example of the Outlander, her internal problem ended up being that she was married when she met her true love. She needed to choose between husbands before she could choose between worlds. Another key thing to keep in mind as you are writing your portal fantasy is your main character is also your Greek chorus. This is where I failed in my first draft of my own portal fantasy. The glory of a portal fantasy is that your main character knows what a bus station is and now they have to learn how to shoot a bow and arrow. They're living in two worlds at once. So everything that you would think if you were the main character 
your character is allowed to think also because you have similar experiences of traveling from modern day to somewhere interesting. That leads to the next point, which is your hero is going to be an everyman hero. Someone that your readers can picture themselves being. They can put themselves in the feet of Lucy as she discovers Narnia for the first time. Also, the second half of this trope is the fantasy part. You need to have a supernatural or magical means of transportation. I will also add technological means of transportation. Something that is very difficult to recreate on the other side. Otherwise, the journey back is not interesting. Which means that the other location must be unvisitable. Something that we, in real life, can't actually go to. So it can't be a portal from your house to the Caribbean. It needs to be a portal that leads from your house to Narnia or an alien planet or history or the land of the dead or the realm of the fairies. This exotic location is what makes a portal fantasy interesting. So the difference between here and there needs to be as large as possible. We do have a couple of tips on what not to do as you're writing. And I would say it's very rare that the crossing into this foreign realm is intentional. And if it is, something goes awry. You have sometimes elements where a character may know that that travel was intentional. One of the examples I can think of is Kate and Leopold, where the friend, he knows that he's time traveling by jumping off of a bridge. But when Leopold comes to the present, it wasn't intentional. And do not start with the inciting action. I know this is hard for you, Lee, but... You need to establish reality before you can establish the transition. So within the Chronicles of Narnia, we saw the children being taken to the countryside because they're being sent there to be out of London when London is being blitzed. That inciting action is going to be Lucy going through the wardrobe for the first time. We need to see that London's not in a good spot, even for these kids, before we can travel to somewhere new. Portal fantasies give you so much opportunity for strong world building and development with still having ties in reality that your readers understand and know. And through your writing, through sending your character into fantasy worlds, you're taking that reader on the journey. And why do readers read? Because we want to escape reality for a few hours. So think of how you would feel if you were in this magical realm. And take your own point of view as the character. Indulge in that as you're writing the character, as you're writing the story, and as you're writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots@aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 